Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. episode is brought to you by Radley Acura. If you are in the market for a brand new car, a pre-owned car, and Acura is where it's at, affordable luxury, their cars often go for 200,000 miles. And at Radley Acura, located in Falls Church, Virginia, they put you first. In this market now, where some car dealerships are price gouging and charging you as high as $10,000 over MSRP, hello, Schman and I almost fell for that, but we didn't. Acura never does that. Radley Acura values your business. They want you to come back year after year. And you can actually do a lot of the car buying process all online before you even step into the car dealership. So then they can just line up the cars that you want to try. You can already get an estimate on your existing vehicle. You can get qualified for a loan there. Everything before you even come into the dealership. So it makes it so easy. Go to RadleyAcura.com for more. 
Also, Our Town Audio. OurTownAudio.com is where you can book studio time. Now's the time to launch your podcast. Look, the podcast game is not slowing down. In fact, it's heating up with major networks buying and launching their own podcast networks. Isn't it time that you launched your show? I know you've got an idea in there, but you need good quality sound. OurTownAudio.com is where you can book studio space located in Northwest DC off Massachusetts Avenue. Just one hundred dollars an hour. And if you're a corporate or nonprofit, they are also taking on corporate and nonprofit podcast projects. Maybe it's time for your business to get your messaging out. Maybe you're a car dealership. Maybe you're a department store. Maybe you're into bridal and you're like, you know what? I need a podcast to reach even more. OurTownAudio.com. Today's podcast is called Divorce Dish. It's a three-part series. I am obsessed. You are going to have your jaw on the floor. What inspired this? A friend of mine is getting divorced. She's paying her husband thousands of dollars in alimony, and it could be for life. She could be looking at life for paying him alimony. It sounds totally messed up, but it's happening. And not only that, she makes six figures, and she's her whole life has kind of been upended with now trying to pay rent, live her life, oh, and pay him an incredible amount of alimony. So I wanted to do a series on kind of what women wish they knew about divorce. It always seems so awful. It seems so messy. It seems so expensive. And sometimes I feel like, well, is divorce avoidable if we all sort of shared what we wish we had known? So you are going to meet Tracy today. Tracy's ex, we are calling him Ralph. Oh boy. And Ralph is an interesting one. So over the next three days, we are going to have Tracy, Alana, and Danette tell their divorce stories. Email me, thesarahfrasershow at gmail.com, or I'm on IG, and you can hop in my DMs at the Sarah Fraser Show. I want to know how you feel about all these stories because I think it's epic. So here's Tracy's. So Tracy, I sent you a series of questions that I'm asking yes. several women, all the same ones that are going to be on this episode. Okay. So I want to get right into it. Why did you get divorced? Well, um, I think sometimes people will have like, um, they'll say like if their husband cheated or something like that, that it's sort of like a singular event. In our case, um, it was kind of like a gradual slide into disaster and then kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. So he and I um, got married after dating long distance for less than a year. He was almost six years younger than me. Okay. And, and he was 24, like legal. I didn't meet him at like high school or anything, just for the record. Um, and he was very smitten with me and he was cute and he's young and buff and everything. And we were in love and got married. And I think that was probably... A bad idea because we didn't know each other that well and we very quickly had three children in less than four years so when we got married he began his lifelong dream of being a police officer and i had all these babies and continued to work full-time and i was actually wow the primary breadwinner financially and then also the primary caregiver because he was working nights weekends holidays he wasn't just a street cop. He was on the SWAT team. He was doing um, like instruction at the academy. He became a detective. So, um, and then at some point, he decided he's going to finish his degree. Um, so, when he was home, he was working on schoolwork. So, like, there was 
I, I was doing it all. So I might have become a little resentful. I was going to say, uh, and by the way, we're calling <laughs> Tracy's ex Ralph. Ralph. Uh, that would have made me resent Ralph right off. I, I resent Schman if he's gone for like seven hours at work. <laughs> like, oh, he, was, he was gone for like seven years. I mean, it was, I, 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 we were like ships passing in the night, but um, yeah, it was, it was tough and it was, it was stressful for me and I wanted to be a good wife and support him. Um, and we're from the same hometown area, but not, not the exact same town, different high schools. And again, I was older than him. So things had been kind of negative for a while. He really gradually, like, not only was he not around physically, he also sort of shut me out mentally. He didn't, um, talk about his day. He wouldn't bring me to work events like, like dinners, um, Christmas parties. There was an award ceremony where he actually won an award. And not only did he not tell me about the award, he didn't, he didn't bring me to the ceremony or anything. And when I found, I found this little flyer, you know how they they have a little flyer um, from that ceremony a couple weeks later. And I asked him about it. I was like, what the heck is this? Like, why didn't, why didn't you tell me about this? And he said, well, I did. And you said you didn't want to go. Like, no, I definitely did not say that. I definitely that that never happened. Um, but that's if he if he didn't want to talk about something, he would just like deny that it ever happened. Um, if he was angry at me, he would just it completely ignore me. Like he wouldn't speak to me. He wouldn't look at me. If he needed to communicate something, he would tell the kids like kind of abstractly because the oldest one at the time was six. So he'd be like, "Hey, Daddy's not going to be home for dinner this week." Like to her, not not me. Um, so we were not in a great place to say the least. And then my father got in a motorcycle accident and and he was struck by a drunk driver and, and died. Um, and so then there was a funeral to go to and his mom had offered, he, I came home one day after work and he said, yeah, my mom offered to watch the kids, um, this weekend, uh, during the funeral and stuff. And we could stay at her or we could stay at her house if you wanted to. And I said, okay, great. Yeah. Um, so do you want to go like, do you want to leave after work on Friday or should we wait a little, let the kids get sleepy and have them sleep the whole way, um, whole way back to Pennsylvania. And he said, um, well, actually I've been thinking, um, I don't know if I really want to go to the funeral because I don't really, I I don't really know anybody. So it'd be kind of awkward for me. To the funeral of your father. Of my he father. He did not know if he wanted to go. Yeah. So um, he didn't go. And that was when I kind of knew, not only did he not love me, like he just didn't even like me. And I was like, I, there's no coming back from this. Like he could buy me all the flowers in the world. He could go to marriage therapy again. And, and nothing is going, I mean, I only have one dad and he only died once that I know of. Um, so you can't, you can't come back from that. So that was when I mentally, I was done. I checked out. I, I just bided my time a little bit, kind of put some money aside, created a plan, started meeting with a therapist and kind of worked through all the feelings involved. And then, um, probably eight months later is when we finally split up. Okay. Just for everybody listening, cause I think everyone's <laughs> jaw is on the floor. Oh, Ralph. Ralph had met your father, right? I mean... No, he hadn't. I had been estranged from my dad probably like right before I met my husband. My dad and I had sort of a falling out. Um, And I always kind of thought, well, we'll get it. 
we'll get it back together. We'll, we'll figure it out. Like these things happen and then life happened and I was overwhelmed and busy. And I just thought eventually I will connect with dad again and, and he'll meet, he'll meet his grandchildren and everything will be fine. And then, and then he died and then he was gone. It was too late. So to be fair, he didn't know my dad, but like, I didn't know my dad's wife. I had two brothers that I hadn't, like they were older from my dad's first marriage that I didn't know that were going to be there. All of my dad's friends and coworkers, I didn't know anybody either. Um, Uh, Oh, I mean, the bottom line is you needed a ton of support in this moment where you're not only grieving your father, but you had thought you guys would reconnect before he would, you would thought like we all do that you would have more time. And Ralph in that moment, knowing that you were in so much pain goes, I'm not going to go and doesn't go. Yeah. Cause it's going to be awkward for him. I mean, I'm the one with the dead dad, but sorry, it's awkward for you. I, but my yeah. next question was going to be, were there red flags? <laughs> before- okay. We know there were red flags in the marriage. There was like a giant red flag in the shape of a man. Um, that was, <laughs> He was the red flag. Ralph was the walking red flag. So you're 30. He's 24 when you all get married. And I'm 30. And And you're 30. And you eloped. Before you guys eloped, was there any red flag? Was there something or someone in your life that goes, "Mm, Tracy, I don't know? Yes. Well, it wasn't a person in my life um, because we only... We were dating long distance, so we only ever saw each other for 48 hours at a time until we got married. And then when we got married, um, shortly, five days later, I went to Afghanistan. And so it it was a long time before we were even in the same place, like country, let alone state. Um, But during our very short courtship, we broke up at one point because he just he was just being really weird and really strange. And he was coming to Virginia from our home state to a- apply for jobs or job interviews for his, his dream to be a police officer. And he decided like he didn't want to come and see me. It's like, what the heck? Like, why are you driving all the way down here and you don't want to see me? And he just was really weird and kind of dismissive. And so we broke up for a few months. And that should have, that should have probably been the end of the relationship because he was just too young. But then he, you know, did that thing that guys do where they're like, I'm so sorry. It took being without you to realize you're the one you're so special. You're so wonderful. And, um, we, we, we got back together and we went to Las Vegas, a trip that I paid for, which should have been a red flag too. We went to Las Vegas and we got engaged in Las Vegas when we were slightly intoxicated. And he actually has never, he never asked me to marry him. We went together to, the jewelry store from the casino after he won eight hundred dollars at at penny slots and um we went to the jewelry store and we picked out the ring because we were we were wasted um and we came back to our hotel room to kind of sober up before we went back out in the social scene and he um he opened the ring box and sort of kneeled by the bed and said are you gonna wear this or what and I said, yeah, because it was a great ring. I mean, I picked it out. So <laughs> you were like, fuck it. You know what? I like the ring. I'm going to wear this. I'm going to wear this. I, and Ralph, I guess you're coming along. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was 30 and I wanted a family and we were from the same hometown area and I had 
you know, I had, I'm a DC transplant. So I moved to DC. I didn't know anybody. And the guys that I dated were mostly like DC born and born and raised. And they were a different breed than central Pennsylvania. Um, and here was this guy from my hometown. He knew the same things. Like he went to the same movie theaters that I went to and the sure. same, like they had their prom in the same place we had my prom. So it felt like we had so many things in common, but it was really just a common experience of being raised in the same area. But having been transplanted to DC and not having anybody that I knew here, it seemed like that that was meant to be like, this was a connection that was so meaningful when it was really just we came from the same geographic location. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it's hard to know sometimes when you're in it. Yeah. You and he was cute. He was cute. He sounds hot. And look, when you're 24, yeah. Hey, it's hot. You're thinking this is going to work. It's, you know, he said all the right things. I mean, I think that's kind of, yeah. you know, it's sweet. He came back. He's like, I can't live with that. I mean, I would oh, yeah. believe that too, you know? Okay. You save up the money. You know, the turning point, you know, is not yeah. going to the funeral. You save up the money. You start going to therapy. When you tell your mom, and I don't know if you, did you have a stepfather or another kind of like parent figure? Um, no, just it was just my mom, and she um, she was very supportive. Uh, she liked him, but I think um, towards the end, when I I started telling her about some of the things, I mean, wh- when he didn't come to the funeral, I think that might have kind of made my mom sour on him a little because my mom ended up coming to her ex husband's funeral with me, and we sat with my dad's new wife, and it was really weird, but kind of cool, um, sort of as far as funerals go and she was there for me but she was so disappointed in him and couldn't believe like how is this even possible that he's not at the funeral I'm like i don't know oh i'm sure your mom i'm sure that was uh, a turning point for your mother who is pr- probably a very wise woman she was like okay this is yeah. not a good sign um tell me about your in-laws do you miss them or are you glad to be away from ralph's parents i actually i really liked his parents his mom um she was kind of like she's sort of like a very like nervous person like she's um like she's from a really small town and then she got married and moved to another really small town so being in dc the traffic and stuff like that always kind of freaked her out but she was a really kind woman and i i do miss her i miss his sister and her children and i i would his dad um his dad got remarried to someone a lot younger than him and he, my Ralph ceased contact with his dad uh, because he was not happy about his new stepmom being so young. But I was like, you know, they're both adults. Your parents have been divorced for like 15 years. What does it matter? But he was like, I'm never talking to him again. So I actually speak to his dad and his stepmom. Um, and I'm COVID hit. But once COVID is not a thing anymore, I'd like to meet, meet them and let them see the grandkids because he won't take them. Um, to see his dad and I don't have a dad anymore and that's like their only grandfather so um, I would like them to at least have the opportunity to know their grandpa so um, I do I would say I miss him but I actually am still in contact with him so (laughs) you still see them tell me about your beautiful babies you have three children with Ralph so Mm -hmm. okay when you tell them you know, mom and dad are getting divorced. Like, how did it go? Do they resent you? Are they happier now? Was there like really bad moments? Um, that, so they were so young. They were three, five and seven when he moved out and he didn't 
he didn't tell them he was moving out and he didn't come back to tell them with me. He just left and I had to tell them what was happening, which was hard. And I got them in therapy right away because I didn't want, I mean, I, I didn't know, I didn't know what to tell them exactly. I just said that mommy and daddy couldn't be nice to each other anymore. We weren't being very nice and being kind and being friends. So we were living apart. Um, he, he told me he was living with a friend of his that I knew. Um, but in actuality, he had moved out and moved in with a girlfriend. Um, and so for the first seven or eight months after he left, he didn't see them very often because I think because he didn't want me to know about his girlfriend. But I was like, I don't know whatever. Yeah, you, you <laughs> like at this point, this was not you were not in a position where you were like, I, I hope this works out. I mean, you were really kind of over him at this point. You I was done. You were oh, done. Like, you were like, you can move in with three women, honey, like, like Ralph, you, can, you can move in with anybody you want to just like, <laughs> just not me. Bye, I'm Ralph. done. <laughs> Bye, Ralph. So How about it? Did your so your it sounds like with the kids being younger, sometimes divorce is almost better because it, they're there's so little they didn't really like, okay, yeah, we missed dad, but it didn't all register maybe. It was, it was hard though, because um, they didn't understand. And so like when they, when he would come and see them, like he'd sometimes pick them up for dinner and then drop them off at the house, like the house that we had lived in together. And my, my five-year-old, she's the, my middle child. And she's like the typical middle child, like the wild, crazy one she took it the hardest and she would just cry and cry. Like I miss daddy. Why isn't daddy here? Why can't you be nice to daddy? Why isn't daddy our friend anymore? Why is daddy your friend anymore? And, um, I think daddy would love you if you just, if you just tried harder. (laughs) Oh, that's so, that does break your heart. It's so hard. And so, and you can't, I'm not going to badmouth their father. I'm not going to tell them how awful it was towards the end because that's their dad and they don't really need to be brought into that. So I, in the beginning, I feel like they, my middle daughter at least blamed me um, and, and thought I was like kind of the, the instigator of the divorce. Like I made daddy leave. I made daddy not come home anymore. Um, But eventually with therapy, um, I think things are a lot better and she doesn't, they don't resent me at all. Um, I mean, they have a new stepmom. And a baby brother at daddy's house. They have a stepdad here and a baby brother at mommy's house. And um, and they have three, three step-siblings um, that come to visit us occasionally. And one step-sibling at their dad's house. So they've got a huge brand new family. But that means lots of birthday presents and lots of relatives and things like that. So they kind of get to experience the fun part. Yeah. Of- <laughs> Of, of two of two you know families right yes. they're getting two babies they're getting you know additional step parent you know there's a lot going on right so it's yeah. it's all it's all positive like it it seems all good now you know even though there were some some so bad I think times younger kids I don't think build up the resentment that maybe teenagers do quick pause to thank a couple of our sponsors territory have you all checked out her beautiful maps territory.com is the website how do you spell it T 
E-R-R-A-T-O-R-I-E.com. Woman-owned business. She has a store in D.C., but she also ships nationwide. And she does beautiful hand-drawn, hand-painted maps of your favorite city across the country or your favorite neighborhood. I'm talking about Richmond, Virginia, Adams Morgan, Detroit, Chicago, down in the National Mall, all kinds of different neighborhoods in D.C. Uh, She loves just bringing those special places where you may have gotten engaged, you bought your first house together, you got your little first pet, whatever it is, you had your child. Celebrate that neighborhood and keep it as a forever token, beautifully framed. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, 
Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. For your apartment or your home, go to Territory.com and use the code Sarah. S-A-R-A-H, to get 20% off your first order. Also, is it time for you to start advertising your business? Well, I think it is for sure. And I want to work with you. Just like Territory, just like Radley Acura, just like Our Town Audio. I work with so many brands. If you are looking to reach a fantastic audience of 10,000 listeners per podcast episode and thousands more on social media, I'm your gal, especially if you are looking to reach women. Women from the ages of 25 to 50, I love you all. You listen, you're fabulous. And thanks to you, I continue to get great sponsors. Maybe you, your own business, or your company is looking to get the word out. Well, the Sarah Fraser Show is where you should start. If you want to find out about rates, I'm still offering rate specials through the month of November. So hop on those and email the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. Um, my, my current husband has teenagers, and I think that their parents' divorce happened when they were older. They were um, like mid-teens when they, when their mom and dad got divorced and it, and their experience was a lot different. Um, and I think there was a lot of, um, negative feelings and they didn't know who to direct them at. So I, I saw that from sort of the outside perspective and was like, Oh, I'm glad I got out when they were young. Cause by the time they're moody teenagers, this will be long behind us. Yeah. Cause then they have, yeah. I mean, if you get divorced while they're teens with hormones and everything else, oh. plus all that, it's so much. Um, tell me about you, fi- you know, in your mind, you, you finally had gotten done with Ralph a- after years of being married, right? Cause I always think about this. Like I've been with Schman so <laughs> long. What was it? Tell me about the feeling. What was it like when the day that Ralph finally gets all his stuff and he's gone? What was that first moment? Like when you were by well, yourself? <laughs> So he didn't actually come and get all of his stuff. I and <laughs> Ralph it was, left all his belongings. Damn it, he Ralph. Left, he left a lot of it. Like even his gun cabinet and stuff. So <laughs> I I was living in this house we were renting for another year. And I kept saying, like, do you want to come get your stuff? You're gonna get your stuff. And he never did. So when I moved out, I actually had a small moving truck and took all of his stuff and put it in a uh, like a storage unit and said, like, I paid for 30 days. After 30 days, I don't I don't know what's going to happen. Like it'll go up to auction. Um, so have, have at it. Here's, you know, here's the key to the lock. And I guess he went and picked up his stuff, but like when he first, I mean, he did take his clothes out of the closet and I, I packed up his stuff so I didn't have to see it. And the fir- one of the first things I did was um, he hated things on wall. Like, he hated artwork. Like his perfect house would be completely sterile. Like Kim Kardashian's house. Yes. Which That's is like, like his dream house. A he few... would love nothing but like white floors and white walls. And, and like he just, he's very meticulously neat, which is great. But um, I, I like pictures on the walls. I like artwork. I like, you know, it's mirrors nice and know, curtains yeah, and stuff. Yeah, someone lives there, you know? I mean, it's... Um, it's and yeah. little pillows on the couch, like the little decorative <laughs> yes. pillows um, that say like home sweet home or whatever. Um. So the first thing I did was I repainted my bedroom. I got a really girly duvet cover. Um, like I just ma- I made it very feminine. And um, 
I put those pictures on the walls. I put those throw pillows on the couch and the the pink fuzzy blanket and uh, all that stuff and was like, yeah, this is my house now. Um, And so that felt really good because it was kind of taking out the old and and making it my place, not our place. So it washed away some of those memories. And okay, so I've always been curious about this. After years of being with someone, all right, what was it like the first time you start dating again? What was it like the first time you had sex with someone that wasn't your like former husband? I'd be so awkward. Oh my God. I mean, I can only give a blowjob to Schman. I mean, I'd be so like, I mean, what would I, I'd be so awkward. (laughs) um, So (laughs) it was, I mean, at the end of our marriage, Obviously, when you don't have an emotional connection, all parts of your relationship suffer. So, um, the f- yeah, actually, the first time I was with someone else, I was like, wow, hey, like, I actually like this is this is cool. Um, obviously, you like me like this isn't just a transactional experience. Like, like, you think I'm hot. <laughs> so, oh, you just gave every fucking great. woman listening to this so much hope. You know that? Like, yes, because you know what? Yeah. That is it, right? When you're in a loveless relationship, actually having sex with someone that isn't your ex was the most amazing feeling because you found some, you found your person. You Even if yeah. you was the first person you hooked up with post ex-husband, Ralph, the guy you married or did you date yes, some other people? Yes, it was. It was. Um, because it was really good. Um, I mean, yeah. he's also a great guy, but... Um, also that, but <laughs> helps in the it bedroom. Was just, it was just, it was just so much, so much better to be with someone that like, he was interested in my day. He told me about his day. Like he opened up about his past, like told me about his childhood. And, um, and I realized like, wow, I'm in this marriage where like, I, I was with this guy for more than 10 years and I don't know him. He was like a, an enigma wrapped in a mystery stuffed in a riddle like I don't know him and I still don't know him I thought I did but when I when I got to know my my new husband I was like I I know you in ways that I didn't know someone that I was with for more than a decade I know and I like you still even knowing those little quirky things um which was cool so yeah um he wasn't my normal type as I said my my husband was almost six years younger than me and my current husband is more than 10 years older than me he's 10 and a half years older but there's something to be said for older guys because I am always going to be 10 years younger. So he's- always going to be the young hot bang. <laughs> always. Yes. Tell me, although I think I know this answer, Tracy, is there uh, anything you miss about Ralph? One, one, one thing. So as I said, like Kim Kardashian West's house is his dream home. He was very clean. <laughs> so like that, yes. the one thing that he would do, like he was, I mean, like he would bleach the floors type of clean. So I do miss having someone that is that obsessed with cleaning living in my house um, because he if he if he wanted to avoid spending time with me, he'd go clean a room or something or go bleach the bathroom, which he wanted to avoid me a lot. So obviously our house was very clean. You walked and, into a pristine hall. The sink's always clean. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And the toilet, shower, no mildew, nothing. Um, so that's like the only thing that I miss. Um Everything else I think is better. Um, and I know my house isn't as pristine as it used to be, but it's home, it's comfortable. And um, I feel like it's, I'm with people that I love, that love me versus being with someone that 
There's like, a lot more love. That sterile <laughs> yes. home was real sterile. No way. I'll take those dust bunnies over that that previous situation. Tell me how much divorce costs. Oh, well, um, this is probably not the best news for people listening. Um, I had a cheap divorce um, because we went to mediation first. And um, I think we went to mediation. We agreed on everything but child support. We went to court and the judge decided child support. And then in 2020, he filed again to change his child support. Um, so, and we just came to an agreement on, on that. He filed in March and we came to an agreement last week. So all told, I've paid about $9,000, which is pretty, pretty good. That's not bad at all. Yeah, that's not bad at all. You may win in this, if it's a competition in these podcast yeah. episodes for the most affordable divorce, because I bet we're going to have yeah. some women in the hundreds of thousands. Oh, I have a friend who's $200,000 in and her kids are still like not even in high school yet. And they keep going back to court. And I'm just like, that's like a whole house or college education for both of your kids. It's terrible. Oh my God. And that's just her cost. I don't know what he's paying, but he has to be paying the same amount to his lawyers Another too, 200 so. grand. Um, tell me, because I always think, you know, we always learn, right? And we evolve and we all take ownership of our own things. And when you look back, you're like, oh yeah, I'm guilty of some things. What was the biggest mistake that you made in this whole process? I think um, in the in the marriage or the divorce process. <sighs> I guess what, I don't know, what comes to mind for you? What do you feel like is... I'm sure you feel like, I mean, we all do, right? We all look back, we have mistakes about everything. But what do you think is, uh, was there a mistake in the divorce process or was there a mistake? I mean, because obviously if we could rewrite history, right? We never marry Ralph, but, well, we would because you have three beautiful babies. Yeah, exactly. And they're such cool kids. I think the biggest mistake that I made was was waiting too long um, and becoming that unhappy that I, you know, I'm from a divorced family and he's from a divorced family and we're, we were both Catholic, although I'm not, I'm not a great Catholic um, at this point, but I mean, on paper I was Catholic. And so like all of these things were sort of telling me that I should just keep, keep going, keep going and keep stick through it. And what that did was because our relationship was so unhappy and it was so unhealthy and so lonely, I lost myself for a long time. And I look back those years when my kids were really little, I was so unhappy and I was so sad. And like, I don't, I don't have many pictures of me during that time of me with them because I was, I was just barely functioning and I wish I wouldn't have waited. I always thought like, I can't spend time away from my kids. I can't give up my kids on the, on every other weekend or every other week or whatever that I can't be away from them. It's going to kill me. But staying in the marriage was more damaging than, than it has been to allow my kids, you know, mm. that, that freedom to see their, their dad. And during the time that they're not here, um, I do clean a little bit, um, when they're not here <laughs> making a mess, I take time for myself. Um, like I read whatever, watch TV that's inappropriate for them to see, like, um, law and order SVU or whatever. I don't want them to watch, right, I'll watch sure. it all when they're not here. And so, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Um, it's hard. Like sometimes it chokes me up when they get in the car and leave and say, bye mommy. And like, uh, I don't want you to go, but, but I'm having more healthy, happy times with them because I focus when they're here. I mean, he only has them every other weekend, but when they're here, 
those weekends I focus on them. We have movie nights, we have games, we have pizza. We try, I try to connect with them. And then those weekends he has them, I decompress. And so I'm more present. And I wish I wouldn't have waited as long as I did because I lost so much of myself. And, and I was so depressed that it took, it took a while for me to become like me again. Oh my so. God. Damn. Tracy, you just took all of us to school on this whole episode. But um, mm-hmm. okay, last question. Um, if you could give a woman who is heading into divorce or thinking about it one piece of advice, what would it be? What's, what's kind of something that people think they know about divorce, but they don't? Ooh, okay. So I realize my situation is unique in the sense that like, I was living with a stranger, basically. But I thought I thought that I knew him. And I thought that I at least knew him well enough to kind of predict his actions. And I will say that divorce, like no matter if you've been married for 20 years, and you know, this person inside and out, you went to elementary school with them, it changes people, especially during the divorce, because unfortunately, you go through the divorce, while you're still processing emotionally the end of the marriage. Um, So it brings up all kinds of feelings, not all of them good. And someone that you thought was like mild mannered or like calm, reasonable, rational can become completely unhinged and batshit crazy, vindictive, vengeful, spiteful. And you think that you know them. I mean, that's a cliche. You you think you know them, but you don't. And the person that you knew when you were married, that, that person doesn't exist anymore. You are in a new reality with a new person and don't ever let your guard down because That is like, even if you're going to have a good co-parenting relationship, which I think a lot of people divorcing with children want, don't expect them to behave in the way that you remember them behaving because they have different motivations now. They may have different influences. They may be with a new partner that that impacts uh, their decision making. And so don't for one second take it for granted that you know what's going to happen because this person is a total stranger. Um, more so than Ralph was even when we were married. Um, even if you think you know them, you you don't know what it will do. Damn. Um, so that was so good. Oh my god, Tracy, you are amazing. <laughs> um, oh my god, and absolutely adorable and gorgeous. You have the cutest blonde hair. She's got these fire lashes on. You look amazing. I mean, what a queen! Like you. I, I, okay, I mean, I have nothing else to say. I mean, you just took everybody to school. Like, I mean, if that. That episode is going to hit, like, some woman who's going to be like, ding, ding, ding. I mean, I adore you. Girl, get out. Get out. If get out. Unhappy, get out. <laughs> Find yourself. It's Life is so short. It is. Um, I know that's such a cliche, but it is. And when you, it's painful when you're going through it, it hurts. And you might second guess yourself. And if your kids are crying to you and they're so sad and they miss daddy, it's it hurts. And you're going to say, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Um, but once once you process that immediate pain um it's it's so much better to to have who you are back or even a better version of yourself because you're like the new and improved slightly slightly jaded and maybe a little sarcastic but like way better version at least for me um so it's not it's not all bad it's just getting through that initial emotional hurdle but once once you get there it's it's so much better and eventually hopefully you can um, co-parent reasonably well tracy that was great thank you so much for being on the show (laughs) yay this is fun oh good